Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Visiting with Norm Mitry, the president and the chief executive officer of the Heritage Valley Health System as they bring us this conversation on Tuesday afternoons. Hello, Mr. Mitry. How are you? Good afternoon there, Rick. I'm fine. Hopefully you're doing okay. Hey, we have not heard a whole lot about what's going on with House Bill 106 as of late. It passed the House of Representatives here in Pennsylvania going on to the Senate. This is the bill that basically is the nurse staffing legislation. It's talking about ratios, number of nurses that need to be on in particular areas and things like that. A CEO in Pennsylvania has come out in support of that. Kevin Mahoney with the University of of Pennsylvania Health System, which is over in the other end of the state, expressing his support for it in something that was put out in Penn Live here earlier in July. Why do you suppose we're not hearing a whole lot about House Bill 106 anymore? So I do think there is a lot being communicated within the healthcare industry. I will tell you that. Uh, I think the uh, the opinions are split while you Clearly, there's a CEO that's in favor of it. There's a couple of CEOs who were very vocal last week that are against it. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, this should not be a political agenda. We all should do what is right for high-quality, safe care. And quite frankly, you know, uh, it's not a bad bill if, if and I say if, they allow enough time for folks to implement it. Um, we've had nursing ratios at Heritage Valley for probably 20 years, Rick, and uh, very similar, if not even better in some instances, of what they're recommending in the bill. Uh, and we've been able to work it well, uh, even through the pandemic. And, you know, be able to, you know, in your CCU, have one nurse to one patient or one nurse to two patients, depending on the acuity of the patient. Uh, you know, our step-down unit is one nurse to three patients at all times. And, you know, clearly uh, nursing ratios aren't necessarily a bad thing. It's a change for those folks who haven't practiced them in the past. But, you know, given what's going on with nursing and clearly, you know, when COVID hit and we started through what, what was lovingly called the great resignation or the great retirement, we lost across this country, thousands of nurses. And what it means is the nurses who were still working had to bear the brunt of that. And then through COVID, the enrollment in nursing schools really declined. And so whether you're in a nursing program that's a two or four year program, those folks are either just coming out or aren't out yet. And so it's going to take, and I think I said this previously on your show one time, it's going to take years for this nursing shortage mm -hmm. to catch up and to address nurse burnout and make sure there are enough caregivers to, if you will, take very safe and appropriate care of patients. 
I think what people don't realize is if if people can't adhere to these ratios, you may have longer waits in ED. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you may have, uh, you know, people being discharged a little ahead of schedule, maybe, that they're clinically ready for, which will cause a readmission back into the hospital. It's a complicated topic that we in healthcare don't believe can be uh, addressed with simple Bill 106 uh, for nursing ratios. It's interesting that right after Mahoney from Penn came out in a very, very strong support of it, you also had another CEO from St. Luke's, uh, Richard Anderson, simply said, we cannot recall another bill that would be more harmful to our communities, patients, and hospitals. And this is where I'm really sort of sort of conflicted right now is how can people in the same type of job come down so diabolically opposite on this particular bill? That that just doesn't make sense to me. I, I'm really struggling with that. Help me with that. I'm not sure I can help you because I will say that, you know, and, and he called it this. He he called it the Patient Endangerment Act, right. which is right. which is crazy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know either of these individuals. I will share that with your listening public. Yeah. Uh, but clearly, you know, I don't know how some of his comments were made that we would experience, you know, staff layoffs if this went into effect. I don't see that at all. What I see is that the nursing community would embrace this, I know, administratively for those organizations. Organizations that don't have nursing ratios today, it'll be a step up and a large change. That's why I believe there needs to be a runway to have people convert to this, and there cannot or should not be a uh, a financial detriment to an organization that can't adhere to it in uh in a real quick time frame. So that's why it is such a complicated topic. But at the end of the day, whether you're in favor of it or not in favor of it, all of our jobs in healthcare administration is to provide high quality, safe care. And having enough caregivers, whether they're nurses or nursing assistants or, or who have you, that is what's really required. And however we get there, It'd be great if the government could have more incentives for people to go to nursing school and, and if you will, uh, create more nurses coming out in two to four years. And I believe a lot of this situation will correct itself, but it will not correct itself overnight with or without Bill 106. Well, you have said from the beginning that this was something that is going to take some time as things ebb and flow. It's going to take some time to get them properly trained, to get them in place and ready to uh, to get back out there in the front lines and start working with patients and, and working with your clinicians and researchers and things like that to, to help move it through. So thank you very much for uh, the update as to what's going on there. And it's always good to have you on Tuesdays and look forward to doing it again next week. All right. Always a pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Have a good day. Great stuff from Norm Mitry, the president, chief executive officer of the Heritage Valley Health System. Been talking with Norm Mitry, the president, the chief executive officer of the Heritage Valley Health System. And since uh, Norm was on with us, Peter from Crafton wants to jump in here. Peter, I'm glad to have you calling in today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fine. What's on your mind? Well, you were talking about the nurses and how the shorties they are. Yeah. I am on dialysis. Now, uh, those guys, those nurses, they get in there about uh, 
uh, 4.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Some of the patients come in at 5, and uh, they don't, the nurses don't leave there until about 5 o'clock at 5.30 in the evening. Uh, They take some nurses to replace other nurses who were uh, at at our facility to um, back up on when when they go on vacation. And there is a shortage. And I asked them, why don't they advertise uh, for uh, diabetic nurses? Uh, It's a a good job. Uh, The nurses are fine where I'm at. I uh, am in uh, Ohio Valley um, uh, facility, Mm -hmm. and uh, the nurses are fine. Uh, they talk about us, they talk about their family, we talk about their family, yeah. and uh, they uh, are all ready for your well-being. Um, they do a good job, but um, they are short, and uh, I can contest to that. When you talk to them about the shortages, I mean, you, you mentioned that you got a relationship with them, you get to know them and things like that. Do they, do they express frustrations about what it's like on the floor and not having enough people and, and feeling like they're going, you know, 100 miles an hour with their hair on fire? You know, they, uh, the, the machines beep and they got to run and press the buttons. Yeah, right. Uh, if someone, um, excuse the expression, is bleeding uh, from there, they yeah. jump right on there and take care of it. Yeah. As far as con- um, complaining, well, I know they do huddle in the corner. Yeah, right. In the corner, right, you know, right, right. and I don't hear anything. Yeah. But they are frustrated sometimes. Yes. Yeah, and I, I think I uh, all of us can understand why. Peter, thank yeah. you for your phone call. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Yeah, good stuff from Peter in Crafton here today. Coming up on 425 as the... Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 